What is going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of 9 to 5 Mac Overtime. I think we're episode eight now at this point. You know, seven, I think. Oh, seven. I think it's seven. I'm just seven. I'm jumping the gun here. <laughs> but uh, but we're here anyway, and we want to talk. One about game at some... a time. One game at a time, man. One game at a time. <laughs> uh, but we got some good things to talk about today. I know we still got the Vision Pro. It's been about two weeks, but now we're starting to kind of look forward into March also to see what else is out there because. Now that the, the dust is starting to settle on the Vision Pro, I'm excited to see what else is going on this year. How you been doing? Doing really well, man. It's early. It's early. It is but early. um so if I look a little rugged, more rugged <laughs> than normal, then that explains the reason why. But yeah, I'm doing pretty well, man. How about you? Good, man. Good. It's getting kind of cold good. over here. We're getting more snow. That's why it's hoodie season for me at least. But uh but yeah, things are good, man. Although I do have good. some some news for the people that we gotta get into. Oh, no. So after my beloved two weeks of having the Vision Pro, I actually ended up selling it, which is kind of crazy. I didn't return it. I ended up selling it for now. So and there was no particular reason. There's no like uh, I didn't like it. I didn't think it was cool enough. I still think it's the coolest piece of tech that I've ever used in my entire life. But for right now, it's still a toy for me and i know i'm gonna probably get roasted in the comments and for me a four thousand dollars is a little too much for a toy but that's just kind of where i'm gonna leave it at for everybody what are your thoughts i i don't blame you i guess necessarily um i don't think you should get roasted i think it's a totally legit reason for i mean that's not cheap man that's like Mm -hmm. that's that's multiple mortgage payments you know what i'm saying it's it's not like this is not something that <clears throat> I think just general public is going to just go out and buy anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't blame you, honestly. Um, yeah. Especially if it wasn't something that you were like, you really found value in mm-hmm. outside of just like the entertainment. Like, of course, sometimes we find it value from entertainment, but $4,000 for that? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Now, so. somebody, uh, somebody made a comment in one of our videos. I thought it was a great analogy. It's kind of like, you know, you have your Toyota and you have your Ferrari. Both of them can get you from point A to point B. One of them is obviously more fun than the other, you know, but it's just a matter of, do you want to spend that kind of money or can you spend that kind of money? So I think that was a perfect analogy, in my opinion. And for yeah. right now, it's, it's definitely a computer. It's a different kind of computer. I can still surf the web. I can still edit videos in LumaFusion and things like that. But for right now, my iPad Pro is, is good enough. For everything i needed to do <laughs> yeah and it's, it does everything that you need it to do yeah. and arguably way better than the vision pro in a lot of ways so mm-hmm. i can't i don't blame you um and it's not like you can buy one again once exactly. it gets more fleshed out and so mm-hmm. yeah yeah maybe maybe once it starts to especially once it plays nice with the ipad because right now it really only plays nice with mac os uh, I could definitely just go out and get another one because right now they aren't really on back order. You know, they definitely have, especially my local Apple, they have in-store pickup for today if I wanted to go pick up another one. So it's available if needed whenever I do need it because I also think that this isn't going to be a product that's going to be refreshed every single year. And I don't know, I don't know if you feel differently. I think this is going to be more of like an AirPods Max situation where every two, three years, maybe something's going to change. I mean, we still don't have new AirPods Max. <laughs> <laughs> we still don't have AirPods Max, new ones, which has been, it's been like four years now, I think at this it's point. It's been a while. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I think that's so, going to be the, the refresh cycle, in my opinion, at least. Uh, so I'm curious, like you're saying it didn't really work with the iPad. Like what is your ideal situation 
with the Vision Pro and the iPad? Like, how do you, are you wanting to project your iPad screen? On yeah, the Vision yeah. Pro? I think I think that's pretty much what I mean in terms of playing well with that. Like right now, there's no integration with anything besides Mac OS, right? And the only integration with Mac OS is that secondary display. I just wanted to play a little bit nicer with my iPad and even, you know, my iPhone. Like, yes, we get continuity from an iCloud perspective, right? In terms of getting your messages and all your, in all your devices and things like that. But there's no, um, like the Vision Pro isn't aware that there's an iPad next to you or an iPhone next to you, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And what no. do I want it to do exactly? Not sure, but I do want it to kind of fit in my workflow a little bit better. Yeah, I could see that. Like one of the things that I've found annoying is just tr like trying to look at my iPhone screen. Yeah. Like I wish there was a way that the Vision Pro could pick that like and like project your iPhone screen, mm -hmm. a virtual like image of your iPhone right there so you could see it or even just have better occlusion or just like you could hold your iPhone, but actually have it be a virtual screen Yeah, of the real screen. You know what I mean? Like, no, cause it's, it's hard to read like messages and stuff like that. Cause it's just kind of grainy. Um, mm -hmm. but as far as like an iPad, like, isn't, isn't that an iPad vision pro? Like, why would you need your iPad screen on vision pro when vision pro already runs iPad apps and is basically an iPad that's mounted to your head? I mean, no, that's, that's a great point because it kind of is like, if you have, uh, like you just get the external trackpad, the external keyboard, you got essentially an iPad on your face and. I think it just has to come down to familiarity for me, right? I'm so used to my iPad, used to my magic keyboard, I'm used to my apps that are running on the iPad, even though I can run pretty much 99% of the apps, if not all of them on the Vision Pro itself. Um, it's just a matter, of, I, I guess, the justification of the price. I mean, that's what it is. Like, I have my iPad, you know, I spent 1200 bucks on it. I got the magic keyboard to do the same thing. And I guess a quote unquote cooler environment for three times the price is something that I'm struggle i struggled to to really hold on to that's pretty much what it was because it's true like you said it is an ipad on your face yeah and i don't even think it's a cooler environment so much as to like yeah it's cool that you're in this 3d space or whatnot but like for instance when you do the immersion like full immersion one of the mm -hmm. most annoying things about the vision pro is that you can't see your keyboard at all and it's yeah. like i i don't like look at my keyboard when i type generally but like you kind of need to, you kind of do peripherally, right? Yeah. When you're typing, like even if you're not looking at your keys as you're typing, your your peripheral vision is aware that the keyboard's there, and you can kind of like have a sense of where it's at. What's, yeah, absolutely. You can't do that with Vision Pro right now. I would say I don't need to look at my keyboard ninety percent of the time. Every now and then, I gotta see where a key is, <laughs> but. Again, it's, it's weird. It throws you off. Even if you do have the keyboard memorized, I feel like it throws you off a little bit. For sure. The fact that you can't see it because you, you can still see your hands and then you put it down on the keyboard and then it's kind of like, all right, where are my <laughs> going? You know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you kind of know uh, what it is. So, but I'm sure Apple can yeah. fix that with a quick update because I'm sure we're not, we're definitely not the only ones that want to be able to see our keyboard and our mouse. I think that's definitely something that needs to be added. For sure. So, okay. yeah, I mean, and I still have my review in the works. It, it's just one of those things where like, I don't feel like it's something that I could have put out in a day or two days or yeah. two, like, it's just like the time being able to actually give it the, the right amount of time to give a true opinion about a device. So it's coming, but it's just taking a while. No, and it deservedly so. Cause I, even when I was using it, like I wanted to get out just my first impressions, right. Just to get an idea of 
just to give you everybody a feeling of what I felt when I first used it, which was pretty much amazement. But every single day, I found something new. And I'm sure you're still finding new things that you're playing with things that you like things that you think need a little bit of improvement. And even the app, the app store, it opened up with 600 apps, specifically for vision OS. And every day, there's more and more and more applications being added to this thing, because people are seeing that there's a market, even if it is small for right now, from a volume standpoint, I think the market for Vision OS applications is going to continue to grow and grow because the user base is going to grow, whether yeah. it is on, on a personal level, like individuals or even commercially, which I think is going to be the biggest uh, use cases. Yeah. Um, with that being said, are there any specific experiences or apps that like stood out to you during your time with it? Uh, in terms of the wow factor, yeah. Like I had a couple people over for the Super Bowl last weekend and I was like, all right, you guys definitely got to try out these applications to understand like what makes this thing so cool, right? So a couple applications are uh, Fruit Ninja, which is one of the OG games, right? That came out with iOS when the App Store first opened up. At first, I thought it was going to be literally just uh, kind of a 2D game, but in a 3D space. But it turns it turns out they really put a lot of compute into it because you kind of stand there and then grass starts to populate all over your space in like little areas, even pretty far away, like, you know, 20 feet away from you, you see like little weeds growing out and then you have like, the sensei there teaching you how to cut the the fruit so just from an immersion and just from a look what we can do kind of fa factor fruit ninja is something that definitely people got to try and then also amaze vr which was that concert application which you know t-pain will always have a special place in my heart so having him six inches from my face singing to me from i think he was singing on the moon right or in some dystopian kind of like space outer space kind of environment uh those are really applications that you should definitely try on day one. I, I liked, um, as far as games, what the golf, I don't know if you tried that. It, it's a game Ooh, on iOS, okay. yeah. Apple arcade that I, I already liked on the phone, mm -hmm. but they, it's also uses the vision pro. It's not just a 2d version of that. Yeah. It's like full on 3d. It's really cool. Uh, it's funny. It's fun, fun to play. <laughs> um, and then there was one, I can't think of the name, but it's like a, a space shooter, sort of like Galaxian or Galaga. Galaga, um, yeah. Sort of like that. But you control it with your, you can control it with your uh, gestures, with your hand gestures. You can, mm -hmm. I think it works with controllers as well. But the cool thing about it is like when, like the enemies like shoot, like their lasers and stuff out at you, like it comes like towards you. It's, it's pretty crazy. Like, like you feel... <laughs> yeah, it's it's really neat. So I definitely recommend trying that. I can't think of the name, but I will. That's another thing. We were trying to find out like where where all our apps were on just on our Mac. Like what apps do mm -hmm. we download? And there's just no way that I could find to yeah. um, find a list of that. So I got to put the Vision Pro on after the podcast and then find the app and then I'll drop a link in the show notes. So super annoying. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I definitely wish uh, there was a way to kind of manage the the stuff in your vision pro but not in your vision pro <laughs> if that makes exactly sense. like right Almost there like needs a to be a vision pro management. app yeah 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 to really set yeah. yourself up but i mean apple really wants it to just be your computer so i see why apple's kind of making you like like <laughs> that is that instance that you literally just said like oh i had to put it on to see exactly what the app was you know i think apple wants that they want you to put it on to figure out all the little settings and little things that you need to look at but you know that's apple yeah. So with that being said, I'll have much more to talk about once the review drops. And then after the review drops, we'll have a show that talks about 
the review. So yeah, but enough Vision Def- Pro for now because because I'm I'm kind of getting sick of talking about it. Honestly. <laughs> no, for sure. No, yeah, like I think towards the end of this week was the first non Vision Pro video that we ha- that I had in the works in like three or four weeks, and it felt it was a little refreshing. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> yeah, because it's like back to it. it's the thing about being back to what you were saying last week. The isolation. It's like. Mm-hmm. It's hard to explain, but it just feels like it doesn't feel like the real world almost. It's like, yeah. all right, that's what I did in the Vision Pro. Now I'm back to reality, which is weird. Hard to explain, but anyway, back to reality. We'll let's talk about iPads. Let's, let's talk about the bread and butter, you know? Um, but it looks like from both history and what we're kind of hearing, we're looking to have a March event, I believe, or Apple's looking to have a March event. We don't really have a date or anything like that, but uh, nine, or what's it called? Chance wrote an article on 9 to 5 about all the different spring events that we had. They usually kind of fall in the middle of March. And the rumor is we will be getting new iPads. And what I've heard so far is uh, a revamp to the iPad Air and the iPad Pro. So the iPad Air right now, how it currently stands, there's only one size, 10.9 inches. It's pretty much the same footprint as the 11-inch iPad Pro, and they have an M1 chip in there. But of course, they strip back some of the higher-end hardware, like the OLED display or the mini LED display, I'm sorry, and the ProMotion to kind of save people some money. Um, but it looks like Apple will be taking the approach they took with the 14 and 15 plus iPhones, which is let's give, let's give people a larger screen and larger form factor without the latest and greatest hardware that's needed because people seem to just want a bigger screen but not have to need to kind of step up their price point just to get that bigger screen, which I think is a good play and it's been working for them. Yeah, I think, think? that's, I think they're going to sell a lot <laughs> of yeah. those iPads because people do want the largest screen possible, mm-hmm. but for the cheapest price. And Yeah, so and not everybody wants, wanted that third camera on the iPhone. Not everybody needed, you know, ProMotion and 120 hertz and then, I think the 15-inch MacBook Air is Apple's current bestseller, if I'm not mistaken. And it's because people wanted a 15-inch form factor without needing to pay for the MacBook Pro. So it makes complete sense for them. And then I believe we have new iPad Pros. So on the iPad Pro side, uh, it's going to be a similar revamp as the 15 Pro and 15 Pro Max in terms of a design standpoint, where Apple's going to kind of keep the same form factor, but I think make the screens just a little bit bigger to 13 or 13.1 inches. And then the biggest thing here is going to be that Apple's going to be switching from mini LED, which I already, you know, I loved. It was really, really nice, especially compared to what they had before. But they're switching over to OLED, which is uh, probably the best screen tech or display tech that we have out there right now. Correct me if I'm wrong, but overall, I'm kind of excited for that change, for sure. Yeah, I think it'll just make the, the screens even more impressive, especially mm-hmm. like one of the things about the um, the 11 inch iPad Pro currently, it doesn't have the XDR display. So that was always yeah. kind of, it always felt like kind of weird. Yeah. Whereas the 12.9, to me, that display still amazes me to this day. Like yeah. even all these years later, it's still just an amazing display. Hopefully we'll see more parity between the 11 and the, you know, the 12.9 uh, for the pro models. That would be nice. Yeah. I think like the display alone is what makes, like if you go online and need like a portable display with that type of display tech and that crispiness of a display, I don't even think that exists. So like the fact that it's like a thousand dollars or $1,100 to get an iPad with that kind of display that is already an iPad, but is also can be used as a secondary display. Being able to use your iPad as just a display to me is worth it enough. 
and then I'll throw everything else on top of that. It's going to be an amazing kind of uh, upgrade for the iPad. And then of course, Apple, I think, is going to throw in the M3 chip to kind of put it up to 2024 standards, which comes with its own um, nice little additives. For instance, I think we're going to go from uh, the 16 gig variant of RAM over to 18 gigs of RAM because that's just how it's kind of built. There is no 16 gig RAM M3 version right now. And I'm hoping Apple lets us kind of configure it the way that we want to. Because right now, if you want to get more RAM in the iPad, you have to have at least one terabyte of storage. Like I want 512 gigs of storage and 18 gigs of RAM. So I would love to kind of configure that to to how I want it. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Like no. they, they want you, they want you to get the they're trying to get extract as much dollar value per customer as possible. So yeah, yeah, don't count on it, man. No, for sure. <laughs> uh, but hey, a guy can dream. I mean, do you think do you think there's gonna be a price increase overall, even for like the base models or no? What are your thoughts? I don't know. Maybe because of the iPad Air. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, now you say it. Yeah, I actually <laughs> think there will be a price increase <laughs> because I, I forgot the iPad Air is sort of filling that that space now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we could probably expect a price increase. Plus, all the rumors are saying, yeah, they're going to get more expensive anyway. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you might want to you might want to um, save some of those Vision Pro proceeds <laughs> for the new iPad. Which is crazy. I mean, the iPad lineup is going to get even more complicated. Like people, people ask me, like, oh, what iPad should I get? And right now it's pretty complicated in terms of what you need or what you would want because people use their iPads in so many different ways. But now adding a larger iPad Air and then increasing the price of the iPad Pro and like you said, a little bit more parity between the two iPad Pros, it's going to be an interesting kind of a, our 2024 iPad buying guide is going to be interesting <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. And then there's new accessories like the new pencil. Finally. And the magic keyboard. So what what's up with the pencil? Pencil three. So from what I've been hearing, the pencil three is not really going to have much difference except for find my integration, which I guess is cool. You know, I'm all I'm all for being able to find it. Uh, but I don't know how Apple's going to twist it and how they're going to sell it, or if they're just going to be like, oh, here's a new Apple pencil. Because right now, for what it is, maybe I would want a couple more shortcut gestures to be added to the current Apple pencil. But outside of that, it does exactly what I need it to do. You know, there's. I'm a big believer if uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, or like change for the sake of change is usually bad. Uh, Apple Pencil 2, even though it's a five, six-year-old device that hasn't changed in both form factor and price, I think it's fine how it is. Find My is going to be great because I can't tell you. Dude, I found my <laughs> Apple Pencil in so many places. Who who found my Apple Pencil? Someone found it, and it was like in the most random places of ever. I've, I've purchased like three of them because I've lost two mm-hmm. of them. So find my integration just seems like a no brainer. That's going to be, that's a huge upgrade because it's always detaching. I wish the, the magnet was a little bit stronger too, because it's always just falling off my, my iPad. So that, and it would be nice if there was like an eraser on the other side, other side. So you could flip it over and like, like and erase. Physically like erase it physically. Yeah. Yeah. Something like cool. that. Yeah. Or even just kind of like a fidget clicker. Like if, if Apple added like a little click sound to it. It get pretty annoying, but it's something that I would definitely be hitting a lot. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And then, but yeah, no, I've lost my fair share of Apple pencils too. It always ends up at the bottom of my backpack because, like you said, the magnets aren't strong enough. And I know that there's, there's companies that make uh, like cases or something that you can add to the iPad, but then it already adds bulk. Like a 12.9 inch iPad Pro with a Magic Keyboard and Apple Pencil is kind of heavy. <laughs> it's already kind of heavy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's actually thicker than the iPad Pro. Or then the MacBook Pro, rather. The Ma- yeah, like I is. have it. Well, 
actually, it's almost as thick as the MacBook Pro, the 14-inch MacBook Pro. And it's heavier than the MacBook Air for when you combine everything together, for sure. Yeah. It's, so, I wish the Magic Keyboard was thinner, honestly. Same. Like, yeah. But I think they had to make it heavy because of the way it opened, like their design, how they ended up designing it with that like double hinge design, which is mm -hmm. a perfect segue into the other accessory that I think is finally coming, which is a new Magic Keyboard. So from what we've been hearing, it's going to be more MacBook-like, whatever that means. I'm just hoping that they don't make it heavier. Like, I think they're going to add like aluminum to it. In what sense, in what form, I don't really know. I think they're going to make the trackpad a little bit bigger. I still don't think they're going to give us a function row because Apple's going to Apple. I just hope it's not heavier, man. <laughs> That's my only thing. Yeah, I hope it's not heavier either because mm -hmm. that is, it's one of the reasons where I don't really like traveling with my Mac, with my iPad uh, Pro. Like, because I have the 12.9 inch version, it's got the Magic Keyboard and mm -hmm. it's just, bulky like it is it's just bulky hey but don't and, i'm about to uh, put you in the ring the, my ipad pro travels with me no matter where i go <laughs> really yeah oh yeah understand like if i'm like this weekend i'm going on a little trip i'm not bringing my mac my macbook here i'm just bringing my ipad pro for sure i'm and shocked just, i'm just right I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but i do i do think like the way that apple's thinking with this ipad lineup obviously apple has kept their like slim folio keyboard since day one, since the 2018 iPad Pro. So I think they're gonna obviously keep this version of the Magic Keyboard. And I think this version of the current Magic Keyboard is gonna be for the iPad Air, the new 12.9 inch. But I also think there are rumors that Apple's gonna be adding more pin connectors to the iPad Pro. And maybe the new Magic Keyboard is gonna allow us to get some sort of data pass through with the new keyboard. Cause right now there is a USB-C port on the Magic Keyboard, but it's purely for power, right? Cause of the way that three pin connectors work and you know, you probably know a little bit more technically of exactly what's going on back there, but I think Apple is working on something to allow us to have more IO with the magic keyboard. That's not just for power, which I think would be awesome. I definitely want that. I need, I want like another Thunderbolt port on my iPad pro and then it'd be perfect. Yeah. I could see that. You know, or why not like, just have two Thunderbolt ports on the iPad pro to begin with? Like, why do we, that's true. They could <laughs> like, do that. Can't... It would look funny yeah. though. I think, I think people would be like, this looks weird. <laughs> Have one but on people both get ends. used to it immediately. Yeah, both ends or, or I guess they could do it like like a MacBook Air where they're just right next to each other on one side too. One other thing though about the iPad Pro is the orientation of the camera. That's Ooh. to me a that is arguably the best feature. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell you how annoying it is to have to look like. Right. Yo, you're up? looking like this. You're talking to somebody, and you're like, hey, "You see, you see me over there." You know? <laughs> it just doesn't make sense, man. And so yeah, just, getting like, that camera you around, you know. Yeah, uh, but yeah. no, I'm, I'm hoping they, they do change that. Which is funny. I mean, they brought it to the what's it called to the iPad 10 generation, which is the ch cheapest one that they sell. But yeah. I wonder if uh, that's going to change the orientation of where you put the mag, the the pencil. Do you think there's? Nah, they've got to. They had to have figured out having a small enough camera sensor and the charging point of the, maybe that's what it is with the Apple pencil. Maybe the charging point in the inside of the Apple pencil is going to be like off centered. So it kind of still fit. Maybe that's what they're going to be changing internally. Could be. I think that's something yeah. they got to work around to make sure that's yeah. charging. Cause I love the being able to magnetically charge it. It means my Apple pencil is always fully charged. And that's one of the most underrated features I think of the Apple pencil and the iPad little ecosystem.
So it's interesting. You you use the Apple Pencil like like for real for real cuz I don't I've always tried <laughs> to find reasons or excuses. That's why I'm always losing it because it's like I yeah. never really use it. Like it's I can count on one hand how many times I've used it in the past 365 days. It's just not sure. something I use. Okay. What do you use it for? So when I first got my 2018 iPad, I used it a lot for note taking because I still worked in like, you know, corporate America and I wanted to use my iPad to take notes and things like that. So I used handwritten notes a lot early on. Now my handwritten notes have really stopped uh, probably in the last two years. But what I mostly use my Apple Pencil for right now is to like sketch up like very bare bones thumbnail designs. So like shout out to our boy, Michael Bauer, our thumbnail specialist, but I'll basically draw something up on my iPad and then send it to him. And I'm telling you, this thing is bare bones. I'm not an artist at all. And then he comes up with like amazing. He's like, oh, this looks cool. Let me make it into a thumbnail. And then that's pretty much how it ends up happening. And that's my biggest use case for the Apple Pencil right now. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's hilarious. Right. But outside of that, not really. I mean, my daughter sometimes grabs the Apple Pencil and starts to draw on the notes app. But you're right. Outside of that, I don't. I don't use my Apple Pencil too, too much, you know? Yeah. That is what it is. Like, I probably won't be, uh, I'll probably buy the Apple Pencil Gen 3 just for the Find My feature if that's what it is. But outside of that, I will say there's a lot of Apple Pencil alternatives. I'm always testing out some. And like for 30 bucks now, man, you get like wireless charging, you get pretty much everything, tilt sensitivity, pressure sensitivity, you know, long battery life, connects via Bluetooth, works with multiple iPads. So... The competition on on Amazon from no name brands is getting a lot better for Apple Pencil alternatives. So, so they you can connect to the actual iPad and wirelessly charge. Yeah, and e- oh, cool. it even shows up in your battery indicator to see how much it's charged. So cool. Man, I'll, I need I'll, a... Maybe I'll link some below if you guys want to check them out. Because for thirty to forty bucks to get you like ninety five percent of the experience, I think is worth it. And like you said, if you lose them, it's easier to replace one of those than a hundred and thirty dollar Apple Pencil. For sure. For sure. So with that being said, what are some of the iPad, besides what we talked about, um, Mm -hmm. hardware upgrades that you think that the iPad needs or that could benefit from? So from a hardware standpoint, that's a great question. Uh, I mean, battery life for me is a big one because I'll be honest, battery life hasn't been that good on my iPad Pro for a while now. Maybe it's because of the way that I use it and I'm not just using it for content consumption like a lot of people are. but I could maybe edit for three, four hours on the iPad before it dies on me with LumaFusion, which isn't great. I mean, I am connected to an external hard drive and I'm probably doing some other things in the background and things like that. But battery life is a big one for me. From a piece of hardware, I mean, the iPad is perfect. <laughs> that is what draws me to. It's very similar to the Vision Pro. Beautiful piece of hardware, you know, but the things that need to be kind of added are, are probably on the software side. But what do you think hardware wise? The one thing I want to see is being able to use two iPads and have, well, having an external display, have another iPad there, and then basically having two 12.9 inch iPads side by side, and then having like dual desktops, so to speak. Yeah, I like Like, that idea. Because you can do that with a Mac and an iPad, but I always Mm -hmm. thought it was weird that you can't do that with two iPads. Yeah. And you can only do it with one iPad. Like I know that there's a Somebody I've sp- spoken to on Twitter, I forget his name. I'll also link it down below, but he has multiple iPads. He has, obviously uses a Mac computer as his main computer, but then he has like three iPads kind of flanking it. And he he wishes that he could have, he could use all three of those iPads with universal control and things like that. Yeah. Whereas of right now, That's another. you can only connect to, to one iPad, which is, you know, kind of interesting. Apple likes to limit that stuff. 
Yeah, sense. that's another one for sure. So yeah. yeah, just that that whole thing was always weird to me. Like couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and this isn't so much an iPad hardware feature that I wish we had, but with Vision Pro coming out, having an iPad, having a Mac, this little thing right here, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how incredibly frustrating it is to not be able to connect to multiple devices, to have to right? sit here and- so simple. Something like, dude, this that should have been a feature in this from years ago. <laughs> like, it's one of the reasons why I love this keyboard, but I also hate this keyboard. Because mm-hmm. in my Vision Pro, whenever I want to use it, I have to disconnect my Mac, yeah. connect to it, and then I have to go. It's just, it, it'd be nice if you just press a button and it would well, pair so to that. There are so many third-party keyboards that do that already. Like... Here you go. I've been using the Satechi one for you. Like the only gripe that I have on the third-party keyboards is I wish they had wireless Touch ID like that one does. Is that the Touch ID yeah. one or no? Yeah, yeah. that's like the biggest yeah. thing that I would love because right now, like I reach over to my laptop all the way over there to use Touch ID. But yeah, being able to just quickly connect to three different devices on this thing is something I didn't mean. It's I've been using this keyboard for so long that I forgot that Apple computer or Apple keyboards don't do that. So I'm a little bit surprised. That's so that. stupid. <laughs> like why? This thing is 60 bucks. This is like 100, 120 bucks or something. Yeah. And this can only connect to one device mm-hmm. at a time. Come on. It's Apple. just the most, it's the most frustrating thing about this keyboard and the fact that yeah. it's still lightning. So hopefully once they update it to the USB-C versions, that will be a feature. If it isn't, I'm going to be so mad. Like, yeah, I mean, and Apple's like the king of continuity. Like, come on now, you know, make it easy for us. Why this is it so difficult? So yeah, I don't even like, like with the Vision Pro, there's been so many times where I just haven't even bothered with the keyboard and they probably don't yeah. want us to bother with it anyway. Because they want you but... to do this. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> no, <laughs> man. No, 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 no. Yeah. So okay. anyway, that's kind of just a rant, but that would also apply to the iPad too, because you would be able to switch to the iPad, switch to Yeah. The... So for sure. Anyway. No, I like that. And then from a, okay, so people like to rag on iPad OS right to it's definitely uh people either love it or hate it what do you think what do you think it's missing if you were to say user support okay yeah multi-user support that's and i understand apple probably doesn't want that either because they want Mm -hmm. everybody to have their own ipad but come on man like that should be by now we need multi-user support even if it's not just for like even me as a solo person that yeah. only uses iPad, I still want multi-user support. I want like my test environment and then I yeah. want my regular environment. Like to be able to switch between those with, it's just like, that is something that we definitely need. Vision Pro yeah. doesn't have it, obviously. I wasn't expecting Vision tough. Pro to have it. Yeah, the guest mode is kind of kind of iffy for Vision Pro. I don't know how often you've been using that, but I remember trying to set it up for my wife and it kind of works, but it's not as... Like with my, I remember with my eye tracking, it was pretty precise, but with hers, I, she says like, ah, it's kind of hit or miss, kind of hit or miss, but you know, Apple's going to Apple went that way. They want you to buy more, but yeah, I would love to just have one throw around iPad that everybody can use in the house, but no people, if they want to use an iPad, they got to use my iPad with all of my stuff on it and things like that. So multi-user support, I'd be a big fan of for sure. The biggest piece of low hanging fruit out there. Mm-hmm. hands down and it's been that way for years it's like why don't we have multi-user support I and mean, we've yeah, been talking it's, about it's this powerful for... enough it's 
got enough storage. Definitely. You know? Definitely. Come on, Apple. It, ideally, like, think about it. This device is more, would be a better device for multi-user support than any mm. device Apple has. Like, with the for Mac, sure. I could see that's, there's, it's a lot of legacy stuff there still. Yeah. But with the iPad, it's it's literally always been like this instant own device. And yep. just switching between more than one user, it just seems like a no-brainer. Like, why are we still talking about this in 2024? And I thought we were kind of going in that direction when they introduced focus modes on iOS 16, because that kind of gave us like a quasi way to do it. Uh, still not perfect, but obviously Apple did not do it with iOS 17 or iPadOS 17. So let's see what maybe iPadOS 18 does something. Because I know that you can have multi-user support at a at the education level. Like if you have a mobile device management tool and things like that. But yeah. again, for household, <laughs> I'm not going to turn into an IT manager. <laughs> you know what I mean? But <laughs> for sure. That's yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll probably still be talking about this in 2028, 2029. Yeah, like, for sure. I just don't and see then it. that and then also the, the files app on iPadOS. Not that... Like, I don't really know what's missing from it. It just doesn't feel right. <laughs> and I know that people have that same sentiment. So leave some comments down below if you have anything specific that you would want to change about the Files app. Because the Finder app on Mac is just like, it's easy, it's familiar, you know how to use it, it works perfectly. And then when I get into the Files app, it's just like clunky, just something's missing, it doesn't feel fluid, it feels like things are just like harder to get to. So I don't really know I'll what to I'll tell you why. Tell me. I'll tell you why that is. It's it's not a files app per se. I mean, I'm sure there's things they could tweak in it to make it better, but it's mm -hmm. iPad OS at its core. Like, mm -hmm. it's really yes, you can multitask, but can you really? Like, it's yeah. it's multitasking is just it takes so much effort and brain cycles mm -hmm. to 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 get. Whereas on the Mac, you just literally just click whatever you want and you know yeah. how it's going to respond. You know, it's going to open a new window, right? Mm -hmm. Even if you have another window open below it, it's going to yeah. open a window on top of that window. Yeah. Whereas this, it, it, you have to think about, okay, so am I going to do slide over or am I going to do, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, split view or yeah. am I going to do a split view and then have, it's just, it takes so much thinking. Mm -hmm to to make this work in a multitasking setting yes it can be done tons of people do it but i think that's why it feels clunky it's not so much inherently the files app it's just the fact that like the way you navigate the os in general makes it difficult to mm -hmm. to be quick yeah no i i agree with you as somebody who uses this thing all the time it's kind of like like you said stage manager exists and extended monitor support awesome that we got it like on paper it makes complete sense but it is very rare that i'm doing more than one thing on my ipad at the same time and i used to think of that as like a from a productivity standpoint it's cool because like i don't get distracted when i get into like editing mode or whatever the case may be but sometimes i want to have something else open man <laughs> and, it, and it's annoying and e even something as simple as uh having two audio sources like if you have you can't have two things playing at the same time not that i have that situation happening happening a lot but it'd be nice to have maybe some like instrumental music in the background while I edit a video, but I cannot do that, you know? So there's a lot of like little nuances that Apple's still taking where it still leans iOS-y, but they're trying to also appeal to the macOS side of people. And again, it's, iPads has been in this weird limbo state for a while and love it or hate it, it's just kind of how it is.
It's a problem yeah. middle child, you know? <laughs> yeah, I just don't see them solving that problem. I don't ever see the iPad being quick like the Mac. It's yeah. just it's just a different way of doing things. And if you were raised on the iPad, like many children are today, mm-hmm. then it's going to feel totally fine. The, the Mac's going to feel foreign, right? Yeah. Which is um, a weird concept, man. It's weird to think about. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. But that's why I can never... The, the iPad just can never replace a Mac for me. As much as I've tried, I've tried so many times and yeah. I've had, like, I even bought a two terabyte. This is a two terabyte yeah, you went, iPad. You went Pro. all out. <laughs> because I was like, oh, this thing. All right. So this is the time. Yeah. That this, this is going to be my main workspace. Nope. It's just too slow, man. Yeah. F- funny enough, it's kind of like a last little thought. Like, I still use my MacBook Air for the simple things, like, just to Slack people, to look at my email. Like we're doing this podcast on my Mac computer because it's just easier, right? But when it comes down to like my productivity stuff, that's when I go to the iPad, which for most people see opposite. It's like they use their iPad for content consumption and playing a game and things like that. And the iPad versatility is awesome. Like I was playing Madden on it using like a capture card because my wife was using the TV and I wanted to use iPad as a TV uh, with my Xbox, like I mentioned. So there's a lot of things that you can do it, do with the iPad. It's just like you said, it's not as easy as with a Mac computer, if that makes any yeah. sense. So that's For the sentiment sure. with the iPad. Yeah. But let's round this thing off, man. I mean, do you have anything else that you want to tell the people? Vision Pro, iPad, March event. What else we got? I want to tell them to subscribe to the podcast. That's what I mean. I keep forgetting to do that. I meant to do that at the very beginning. But yeah, yeah subscribe to the podcast. We're on Apple is it Apple Apple Podcasts, yeah. right? Right. Oh, so yeah, you can right. go to go to the podcast app. You can go to Spotify, mm-hmm. uh, review it. You know, it's everywhere. It's on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Um, subscribe to all the things. Yeah. No, definitely, and leave some comments. See what you guys want to talk about. Maybe we'll do. If you guys leave some questions, maybe we'll do like a question, a Q and A at the end of every episode. And answer like two or three questions that people have. Right. I think that's a good yeah. idea to get the people involved. So if you guys made yeah. it to the end throw some questions down there and we'll be more than happy to answer them for sure for sure nice everybody all right man have fun on the slopes yeah let's see i'm gonna go uh what do they say shred some gnar right (laughs) (laughs) i'll do my best out there try not to tear an acl yeah don't please yeah (laughs) please all right everybody (laughs) uh enjoy the weekend and we'll we'll see you guys next week see you guys peace everybody